Hello and welcome to the Gird Up Podcast. The call to gird up is an ancient way of telling a man to prepare himself for hard work or a battle ahead. Our work is to reclaim masculinity in the modern world and to live out our calling as men of God. Here you will find a community of believers, brothers in Christ, working hard to become the men that God has called us to be. I am your host, Charlie Ungemach. I'm a teacher, a coach, music director, and a man of God, myself working toward the goal of, like David, being a man after God's own heart. We're happy you could join us. Now it's time to roll up our sleeves, to gird up, and become the men that God has created us to be. All right, gentlemen, welcome back. Thanks for listening to the Gird Up Podcast. Make sure you're sharing this thing with your friends. Today, it's time to take action. You know what Gird Up means. You heard it in the intro. It means you're getting ready for an important event. Maybe it's hard work. Maybe it's a battle ahead. But you got to be prepared. And today, gentlemen, we start that process. We're going into training. So today, I'm going to give you seven things, easy things, that you can do right now, this weekend, to jumpstart your journey to genuine Christian manhood. Here we go, fellas. Seven things. Get your notebooks ready. Here we go. Number one, you got to read your Bible. Yeah, I know it's cliche, but the truth is cliche because it never changes. You got to read your Bible. Don't just open it up, though, and read arbitrarily. I want you to read with a purpose. There's two things I want you to read specifically. First, you got to read Paul's letters to Timothy. These letters were written as a guide to genuine manhood. Timothy was a very young pastor, and Paul was the wise old mentor who'd been around the block a few times. And this is two letters um, that Paul wrote to Timothy, giving him all the advice he needed to man up and be the leader that God had created him to be in the new church. It's going to do you an incredible amount of good. That's where my, one of my favorite Bible passages comes from, where Paul looks at Timothy and says, Timothy, do not let anyone look down on you because you are young, but lead them. Okay, This is a book of the Bible, two books of the Bible, actually, that are going to pour tremendous blessings into your life. Read it, meditate on it, learn from it. Then I want you to go read the book of Judges. And the book of Judges is awesome. It's full of war, sex, love, brotherhood, murder, revenge, betrayal, and ordinary men becoming kings. Dude, you gotta, you gotta read the book of Judges. It might be the most masculine book I have ever read anywhere. The book of Judges is awesome. I love the story of Gideon. Samson is a man after my heart. I mean, he's girl crazy and he's muscle bound. And he's got long, crazy hair. That guy is awesome. He's also an incredible sinner, but what a message of grace. Then you start talking about Samuel and all the good stuff there. Oh, man. But speaking of Samuel, then you're going to go into the books of 1st and 2nd Samuel and then Proverbs. Those are also great ones to read. But start out out with the book of Judges, um, and then I think you'll naturally lead into 1st and 2nd Samuel. And at the end of each one of these stories in the book of Judges and then 1st and 2nd Samuel, I want you to sit down and ask yourself before you move on, what is this story trying to teach me? What's the theme? What's the moral? What am I supposed to get out of this? All scripture is God-breathed and useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. So this story is in there for a reason. God put it there for a reason. So make sure you're figuring out what he's trying to speak into your life. Then figure out a way. How can I live this out in my own life? Don't just read it. Apply it. Figure out what the lesson is and then apply it in your own life. Live it out. Be a man. 
Second thing you can do right now to take your manfulness up a level is to switch up your, your playlist, man. You got to update your music playlist. You got to get rid of the booty songs, the thong song, the stupid pop music. Um, dan- download some man music. You can find it in any genre. Classical, you go Hearst, Tchaikovsky, Gershwin, Copeland. I'm just going to run them off for you here. Jazz, I love Glenn Miller, Michael Bublé, Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. Doc Severinstein is a great trumpet player. I'm a trumpet player. Um, there is some good pop music out there. Avicii, man, that Hey Brother. I'm going to talk about that in a second. Ed Sheeran's new album, Divide. Divide. There's some, a lot of songs about sex in there, too, but some, some great ones about marriage and about falling in love. Andy Grammer, The Lumineers. Um, rock. You got some good Christian-based rock musicians like Skillet. I actually got the Meat Skillet once. I'll tell you that story some other time. Um, Red is also, and Manifest, they're all Christian men making music. Not necessarily Christian groups, but Christian men making music, so you can find some good quality stuff there. If you don't mind some filthy language, I personally am a fan of Linkin Park, Green Day, Disturbed. Um, I know there's a lot of filthy music in there, filthy words, but if you can get over that, man, some of that stuff's fun to listen to. Headbanging music, put hair on your chest for sure. One, my guilty pleasure is... Irish rock, so Dropkick Murphys, oh, man, no explanation needed. Country music, of course, is just kind of innately kind of manly. Dirks Bentley, up there with the best as far as man music goes. Thomas Rhett, Tim McGraw, Toby Keith, the classics, Johnny Cash. Folk music, Mumford & Sons will always take it, and Tallest Man on Earth is one of my personal favorites. But if I was going to rate my five favorite um, man songs, my five favorite man songs would definitely be, in no particular order, Hurt by Johnny Cash. Love the reflection, the idea that he's looking back on his life and saying these are things I could have done better, things I wish I had done differently. Um, Rose Tattoo by Dropkick Murphys. Talk about a song about brotherhood, about dying for each other, living for each other. It's a great song. Riser by Dirks Bentley. Reminds me who I am as a man. Hey Brother. It's another song of unity as men, talking about what the important things are that we need to do in each other's lives. And Citizen Soldier, listen to it. I know it's not a super popular one. It's even, I think it's a bonus track. But Citizen Soldier by Three Doors Down. That song will make you reflect. It'll make you think about who you are and how you fit into the community and how you fit into the fabric of your family. And it will make you a better man, I guarantee it. The other thing you got to think about, guys, is are you listening to Christian music? You should be listening to Christian worship music. I know some of it's cheesy, but if you sort through the bad stuff and you find the good stuff, it's going to be worth your while. It's going to be worth your time to figure out some artists that you enjoy. You're feeling low, you're driving. I know you can't read your Bible while you're driving, but you can throw on some Christian music and enjoy it. Um, I would encourage you to go with some of the guys that are deeper, um, not so surface deep like you know, Chris Tom when he, the music is fun. But there's not a lot of doctrine there. So dig in, find some good, solid Christian music, some modern, contemporary Christian music that you really like and enjoy. Sample it a little bit, find some you like. Um, it'll bring you a little closer to Heavenly Father as well. All right, third thing you can do to make yourself a better man right away take a girl on a date. Why? First of all, it takes guts to ask, and men take risks. So grow a pair, be brave, and go ask a girl on a date. Second reason, it's one of the greatest and most important tasks in your life. It's going to be meeting a woman, courting her, convincing her to marry you, convincing her family to let her marry you, and then loving her, building her up, and caring for her for a lifetime. And in that lifetime, you're probably also going to have some daughters. So you better get practice working with women and getting to know women and learning how to love women. Go get some practice. It's going to pay huge dividends later on. 
Third, you're going to be way more confident and comfortable meeting new people. You're going to build relationships. It's a skill that's going to serve you well, both in personal life and professional life. And it's going to open a lot of doors for you to share the gospel. And fourth, and my final reason to take a girl on a date, you just might actually fall in love with the girl. You might just find a woman that God has brought into your life and wants you to spend your life with. It's a risk worth taking, isn't it, fellas? Go ask a girl on a date. If she says no, you're literally in the exact same position you were before, but you can check one girl off your list. Nope, she's not the one. Fourth thing you can do to get yourself ready to be a man, go clean up your room and man your room up a little bit. Take care of what you've been given and manage your affairs well. The Lord says if you can be trusted with little, you will be trusted with more. So take care of the stuff you've been given. Your bedroom is just the start. Someday you're going to have a house. You're going to have a car. You're going to have all kinds of things you need to take care of. You better start taking care of your room so that everything else falls in line. Second, it's scientifically proven that if you clean up your room, if you keep your space clean, it's going to improve your state of mind and your mental health. (laughs) You're going to feel way better about yourself and about where you're living. You're going to feel safer if you live in an environment that's clean and healthy. Finally, that is the self-disciplined piece of being a man that we've talked a lot about. Be disciplined enough to put your stuff away. Hang your clothes back up on a hanger. Put your shoes back on the rack. Don't be a slob. Then be a man and man up your room a little bit too. Hang some quotes on the wall. Hang a poster on the wall with that Rudyard Kipling's If poem. Hang a picture of your grandpa on the wall. Remind yourself of who you are and what you want to become by hanging that kind of stuff on your walls. All right. Number five, fifth thing you can do to show yourself a man, clean your boots, shine your shoes, and dress to impress. It increases your perceived value and will make you look and feel more confident, and it leaves a great impression behind. You also want to be a good steward with what you've been given and blessed with. You're supposed to use the nice things you have, so don't save that suit for Christmas and Easter. Wear it. You look great great in it. You leave a good impression. The girls are going to love it. The little old ladies at church are going to love it. And take care of what you have. Finally, it gives you momentum to do the other bigger things right. When you look good, you're expected to act a certain way and carry yourself with a certain dignity. And wearing the right clothes and taking care of the clothes that you do have and making sure that they are the right style and they fit the right way is going to give you momentum to live and act the way you ought to live and act as a gentleman and a man of God. Number six, you need to read some manly books. I personally love reading biographies. I've read Teddy Roosevelt's biography, The Rise of Teddy Roosevelt and some other stuff. It's good. Winston Churchill's My Early Life. Oh, my goodness. That guy is fascinating. And one of my personal favorites, though it's not super popular or well-known, is it's called Fearless. It's the Adam Brown story. It's the story of a, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but it's the story of a Navy SEAL who rose to the very, very top of the elite military and went through some serious struggles on the way. It's a great one. I've listened to it with middle schoolers on road trips a bunch of times. They love it. It's awesome. Okay. I also love me a good novel. I'm reading Lord of the Rings right now personally, but I also love a separate piece. I love anything written by C.S. Lewis or Mark Twain. But you can also go out, read the classic manly authors, man, like Longfellow, Emerson, Hemingway, John Steinbeck. There are, it's an endless list of manly masculine authors, especially from the turn of the century. Go read them. It's great books, great literature. It's a lot of fun to read. 
Um, <laughs> you got to read the poetry too. My personal favorite, Rudyard Kipling. I have a hundred-year-old copy of the collected verse of Rudyard Kipling, and I keep it on my bedstand next to my bed. Well, not my dresser, but I read it all the time. It's one of the most thumbed-through books in my library because I enjoy his poetry so much. It is the definition of manly poetry. Uh, you also should be reading guys like Dylan, Fra- or Dylan Thomas, Robert Frost, Lord Alfred Tennyson. If you don't know any other poets, look online. Type in manly poems into Google and find some stuff to read. Um, the last thing I'd say is make sure you're reading some books for men, too. My two favorites, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, or anything written by Stephen Mansfield is awesome. He also wrote The Search for God in Guinness, a great book. But anything Stephen Mansfield writes is going to get you closer to God, and it's going to create um, just a fever in you that can only be healed by pursuing Christ and pursuing masculinity. The other one I'd suggest is Wild at Heart. You heard me talking about it with Kevin the other day. It's a great book. It's not perfect. It's not going to give you all the answers, but it's going to make you think about who you are and how you're going to become a man. Last, this is number seven, take your health seriously. And even if you're an athlete, you can still do things to make yourself better. You need to get enough sleep. Go to bed on time. Get up early. Get enough sleep. You should be getting between six and eight hours. The closer you are to eight hours, the healthier you're going to be. Turn off the TV and go do something real with your life. Turn off the video games as well. They're not making you better. They're not getting you closer to Jesus. They're not making you a better man. So get off the TV and go live a real life. Then eat real food. What do I mean by real food? Ask yourself before you eat something. Can I go find this in nature? You're not going to find a Cheeto tree out in the middle of the woods, but you are going to find a strawberry bush. You are going to find an apple tree. You are going to find some wild chickens running around. Maybe not. I don't know. But you can find chickens in nature. You can find turkeys in nature and cows and pigs and whatever else you want to eat. Just make sure you're eating stuff that you can really actually grow in the ground or at a farm. Quit eating junk food. You're going to feel better. You're going to look better. You're going to be a lot healthier. Then go lift some weights and do some cardio. People are going to tell you that you can be a man without lifting weights, but if you want your testosterone to go up and you want to be stronger, there's only one way to do that. Lift heavy things. Go to the gym. You don't have to be a meathead. You don't have to be a bodybuilder. You don't have to deadlift 500 pounds, but you should be working to get stronger so you can protect yourself and so that someday when you need to lift something heavy, you can lift it. It's actually way more important than it sounds. It's going to make you healthier too, and that testosterone is going to be super valuable, especially when you turn 50 years old. Finally, go be competitive and act like a man. Play pickup basketball. Go horse around with your buddies and wrestle. I like Jump on your roommate on the couch sometime. I just do something to build up your competitiveness and act like a man, for goodness sake. Go join an intramural team. Go join a bar league volleyball team. I don't care what it is, but go compete. That's what you were meant to do, so go do it. You will not regret it if you decide to act like a man. Any of these things that I just lifted off, these are seven things you can do to act more like a man. Now, this is not an exhaustive list by any means. I'm sure I'll put out more of these lists. But this right now, it's seven things you can do this weekend uh, to make yourself a better man. You will not regret it, I promise. Also, don't hesitate to check in with me. Shoot me an email. Send me a text. 
Find me on social media and send me a message. I would love to hear from you. Let me know what you're doing to become a better man or grow in your manhood. And uh, I would love to hear from you. We can talk about a dialogue on a little bit. You can guide what I talk about on this podcast as well. So I would love to hear from you. Go get to work, gird up, and make yourself a better man. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to the Gird Up Podcast. You can find more episodes just like this one on iTunes or SoundCloud under the name The Gird Up Podcast. You can follow me, Charlie Ungemach, at on Instagram at Coach Ungemach, on Facebook as Charlie Ungemach, or you can email me on the good old email at coachungemach at gmail.com. Please make sure you leave a review for this podcast. Make sure we get good ratings. And it's time now to go be the man that God has created you to be. God bless.